Welcome to the Chronically Courageous Podcast. I'm your host, Bonnie Howard. Since I was a child, I've had chronic pain, yet was told time and time again that it was all in my head. So I pushed through my symptoms and I built a successful career until I found myself crouched on the floor of my office, barely conscious. After finally getting a diagnosis, I had to learn how to embrace the life I've been given as fully and happily as possible. Now, it's my mission to help you do the same. Join my guests and I each week for inspiring stories and tips on navigating the complexities of chronic illness. Together, I believe we can move forward with courage, passion, and purpose. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of The Chronically Courageous. I'm your host, Bonnie Howard, and I have here with me Rachel Barber, and I am always excited about my guests, but this week I'm particularly excited because Rachel is the real deal. She is someone that has struggled with chronic illness for, I believe, six years, and she overturned every stone to figure out solutions, saw a bunch of doctors, a bunch of naturopaths, did acupuncture, but ultimately, brain rewiring was what she found that healed her, and she was able to heal herself and now has taken what she's learned and she's turned it into a program called the Total Healing Program. And she has healed so many different people. And I know it's hard to believe. And a lot of us are skeptics when we hear about these things because everybody's always trying to fix us. But I listened to a lot of what Rachel's had to say. And I really believe that what she has is, is something very real and legitimate. And I wanted to bring her to you so you guys can learn from her and I can learn from her and we can find out how she can help us further and help more of us to heal from chronic illness. So without further ado, it is my honor to have Rachel Barber here on the show with us. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you. So Rachel, can we just start by talking about your life before you became chronically ill? (laughs) Yeah, that's a great question. I was a completely different person than I am now, like radically different. I look back at who I used to be and I'm like, it's like a different person, Um, radically different. I was a very like quiet person. I was very angry very pessimistic. I was depressed and anxious. Yeah, just like a very, really negative, like glass half empty type of person. Wow. That's the polar opposite of everything I see today. So that's incredible. I, I, I mean, I asked that for a reason because I feel like a lot of us that have chronic illness kind of have some sort of a, a backstory with, you know, either trauma. I know for me, I was extremely painfully shy as a kid and got bullied. And yeah, I wasn't the most positive person in the world either. So there yeah. were a lot of things that kind of like led up to it. And I think that's something that we see a common thread. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I see that's so common. I see with all my clients, most people who struggle with chronic illness and chronic symptoms come from some sort of trauma. Um, So for me, yeah, I definitely had trauma, lots of it. My biggest, I would say, traumas that really led me to being sick was I had eating disorders growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was a big, like, 
thing that pushed me into illness, as well as like growing up um, in like a non-safe environment. I grew up like in a violent home where I was walking on eggshells and felt like scared my whole childhood. So I think definitely like the two of those two things definitely set me up in the trauma department to start developing illness. <laughs> right. I totally hear you. There's a lot that leads to that. So, you know, I want people to be able to relate to you because again, so many people just, they, they're not going to believe it. That's the first, you know, the first propensity is to say, no, this can't possibly be. Everyone's trying to give me a magic pill. Everyone's trying to fix me in the snap of a finger. So tell us where you were when you, when you were sick, when you were chronically ill, your symptoms, your diagnoses, kind of what you went through. Yeah, (laughs) I was at rock bottom guys. I literally, I got to the point where I thought like I was going to die. So I'll kind of give you an idea of like what I was struggling with pretty much everything. You name the symptom, I probably experienced it at one point or another. But what the biggest things I had going on was I had fibromyalgia. I had something called mitochondrial dysfunction. I had small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, extreme hypoglycemia. I was losing all my hair. I had sound, light, and chemical sensitivity. I also had food sensitivities. So I got down to where I was actually only able to eat seven foods for a very long time. And so I was very malnourished. My body was completely shutting down. I was considered postmenopausal in my young 20s and I got diagnosed with osteoporosis, like so many different things. Yeah, my body was completely wrecked and it was just like in this horrible state and just like not functioning in any areas. Mm, Crazy, crazy. So what did you do to try to find answers and what kinds of things did you try? So I tried so many things. Of course, I tried working just like with regular doctors, like Western medicine doctors. And of course, all they wanted to do was just put me on medications, which I knew was a Band-Aid. And that wasn't actually what was going to get me to heal. Um, And then, of course, I worked with tons of different holistic doctors, naturopaths, like lots of different ones because one of them wouldn't work. And so I'd try someone new. I did acupuncture. I did like all of the different healing diets and the different healing protocols that like exist. I tried pretty much every single one of them. I was reading all of the healing books. I was listening to all the podcasts related to health, literally trying anything I could get my hands on. I tried it. And like none of it was working. Sometimes I would notice like a little improvement. I would do something and I'd be like, oh, oh my God, this might be my answer. Like I'm feeling a slight improvement, but then it would always like not work. And then I would end up right back at square one disappointed. Wow. Okay. So you have a story and I've heard it, but I want everyone else to hear it about how you kind of were at your wits end out of, out of options. and. Tell me about that doctor that you went to and how you, you know, came up with the money to do it and that whole story. Yeah. So yeah, I was at my wits end. That is correct. And like, cause I, I had exhausted like all my options and except for one option, there was a doctor that I'd been following online in California and I was living in Maine at the time. I actually live in California now, which is just a full circle. It came full circle, which is so funny to me, but I was living in Maine and I saw this doctor out in California and I was just something in me was like, this is your last hope. If anyone's going to have answers for you, it's going to be her. And so I wanted to work 
work with her. I applied to work with her. I got accepted. She didn't have, she didn't have insurance or anything though. So I, and I was making like no money. I was broke and all of my money was going to, you know, paying for healing and doctor's appointments. And so what I did was I went online, went to lendingtree.com. Thank God for them. And I took out a $6,000 loan and I literally, I didn't have any clue how I would even make the, the, the payments, the monthly payments. Cause I had, I wasn't making enough money, but I was like, I don't care. I don't have a choice. Like it's either that or like rot and die. So I'm going to take this risk. So I flew out to California to see this doctor. So excited to get like my answer. And I get there to the appointment and she's going through all my labs with me because she took so many labs, like any test you can think of, they took on me to, so they could like really get clear on like what the hell's going on with this girl, this like mystery case that no Mm -hmm. one can help heal. And she looked at me and she said, your labs are the worst I've ever seen. And I'm not sure how to help you. And then she's like, do you have any ideas? And I was like, Oh my gosh, do I have any ideas. This is why I'm coming to you. Like I was horrified. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. And so I left her office that day, destroyed, completely heartbroken. I got, I sat in my rental car, bawled my eyes out. And she sent me away with just a little information. She said like, I don't know how to help you look into this thing called brain rewiring. I've had some other clients who nothing else worked for them that this seemed to help them. So maybe it will help you. So I I flew back home to Maine, was depressed for like three months and gave up on myself because I was like, my final answer can't help me. Like, what do I do now? You know, after giving up on myself for three months, I realized, Rachel, you're not, you're at rock bottom. You can't get any worse. You're on death's door at this point. What do you have to lose? Like you might Mm -hmm. as well just give it a shot. And so I started researching brain rewiring online, looking into different programs that existed and just like studying the heck out of it. And then I started using it on myself and combined that with some other things that I was learning like intuition and really connecting with my spirituality and trauma healing and all of these different things that I was just intuitively led to at the same exact time. And I just kind of combined all of it into this course for myself basically and put myself through this. And then six months later, after being sick for six years and not being able to get any sort of relief, I was able to heal myself fully in just six months. Wow. That's impressive. I mean, you know, just to take the time to really like pick it apart and learn everything yourself and do everything yourself, that takes some serious discipline. What was that point of surrender where you said, okay, I'm willing to do whatever it takes? Like what made you get to that, to that point? Well, I remember I was sitting, it was like a really strong memory for me because it was just probably like, it was one of those moments where it was like a life-changing moment for me. I was sitting on my couch one night after like a long day, just sick, having the worst symptoms, crying, feeling miserable for myself. And then a thought came into my head and it was, well, what if you're sick like this forever? What if you don't ever heal? What if you never get an answer? can you be happy? Can you, are you going to live your life miserable, Rachel? Or are you going to be happy? And I was like, no, no, nothing is taking my life from me. Like I'm going to choose happiness no matter what. And it was that day that I, that really, I realized like 
it doesn't matter if I'm sick or not, I'm going to choose happiness. And so that kind of really helped me get a kick in my booty to start looking at the brain rewiring stuff, because I realized I'm going to choose to live as much as I possibly can, even with my limitations. And so like, I might as well just try my best. And that means trying my best means trying all options. So why not give it a shot? Right. That's amazing. So tell us about a little bit about that journey you went on with your rewiring, your brain rewiring, and when you started to see things shift for you. Yeah. So I rewired for six months. Every day for six months, I dedicated myself to this. And I actually did not notice any changes for a while. All I noticed when I first started was that I felt happier. And I was like, well, if that's all I get out of this, I'm going to keep doing it. I was like, because I'd rather be chronically ill and happy than chronically ill and and depressed, right? So I was like, whatever. I mean, I'm taking it. I'm happy with this. So I kept doing it. And then about three months in, I started noticing like symptoms going away and like my food sensitivities starting to fade away. And I was starting to be able to eat things. And I was like, what is happening? And I didn't believe I was healing at first. I was, I was so skeptical. I, all my clients who join my program, they'll be like, I'm so skeptical that will this will work for me. And I'm like, it's okay, girl. Cause like, I didn't believe it would even work. I didn't. And when I started noticing I was healing, I started making excuses. I was like, Oh, it must be this or this. Like I couldn't actually believe that my body was healing just from what I was doing with my mind. But it just kept getting better and better and better. And then six months later, I look up and I'm healed. So, but I really didn't notice any changes in my symptoms till about three months in. Okay. That's incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And again, I commend you for having the discipline to kind of stick with it, even when you weren't seeing immediate results other than feeling happier which obviously is what we all strive for to be happy. But, um, but yeah, that's incredible. So you said it took you about six months in total to heal. Tell me about your life now. And like, how do you feel? And what do you do to maintain and that kind of my life is like radically transformed. It's so (laughs) different. I live a completely different life now. I mean, I've lived, I moved across the country. I, I was in like a 10 year relationship. I left that relationship. I once I, once I healed my body, I was like, if I can heal my body with my mind, I can do anything. So then I was like, I'm starting my own coaching business. So I started a coaching business and created a program out of what I used to heal myself, which is what I do now full time. And yeah, it, my life has just changed so much. And I'm, I'm so happy I love life. It's the best ever. And I didn't know, I just didn't know life could be this good. And then in regards to my health, it's the same. I thought at six months, I was like, oh, I'm 100% healed. And now I look back at that and I laugh because I'm like, I thought that I was 100% healed because that was as healthy as I knew I could be. But my health has just improved more and more and more every week, every month. And now I'm like, I feel like my health is at like a million percent. I'm at a level of health. I didn't know it was possible to feel this good. And it just never stops getting better. There's like no ceiling, no ceiling to the healing. <laughs> I Oh, that's a good motto. I like that. No, that's, I've never even said that before. That just like popped out. <laughs> you might, you might want to use that on an Instagram post or something. That's great. No ceiling to the healing. I love it. So, okay. So wait, I want to step back because you talked about 
ending a 10 year relationship. So do you see that as like part of the healing process? Talk to me about like the people you surround yourself with and how that impacts your healing. Yeah. So definitely the people we surround ourselves with are so important for the healing process. Now I always do tell people though, because a lot of people are fearful. They're like, can I heal in a toxic environment? And I tell them, absolutely. You can heal in any environment. It's not the toxic people or the toxic environment that's going to stop anyone from healing. It's actually your response to it right? You can respond in a healthy way to a toxic person and not allow them to impact you. So I always like to just preface it with that. That way people don't panic and think like, oh my God, I can't heal if if I'm with my current partner, if I'm living in the home with these specific people, don't let that stop you from healing. You can still heal. But what I've noticed in myself and with all the clients I've worked with is like, yeah, when you heal, a lot of times a lot of relationships fall away because as you heal, you really evolve, you grow and evolve and your soul, your soul and your mind grow and evolve. And the people that you once resonated with, you don't resonate with anymore. And these people that you once were like, I love being around, you start to realize, wow, I don't feel good being around these people anymore. Like they feel toxic and they're and you realize because your mind starts to change and become so healthy, you see like how negative and toxic everyone around you is, and you just weren't aware of it before because you were at that same level. You were toxic and negative just like them. So yes, relationships absolutely fade out when you're healing. Now, not for everyone, right? Like I have many clients who have had husbands and partners with them through their healing process and they keep going and they're now healed and they're still with their partner and like love and life. But there are some people who realize like there's a disconnect here and like right. you need to find someone that really matches like the new version of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because when you heal, you're not the old you anymore. You become a new person. Right. Right. And I, I've, you know, I've been kind of on my healing journey for a while and I certainly have not achieved the level of healing that you have, but I definitely know that changing the people that I surround myself with and the energy that I surround myself with has been really, really paramount. And I've found that when I do like eliminate certain people from my life or really limit those, those interactions, my energy is so much better. And I, you know, at first it seemed so horrible, like, oh my gosh, you know, how am I going to tell this person that I've been friends with for so many years that I don't want to spend time with them anymore? And it was a matter of choosing between me or them. And it was like, okay, (laughs) do it. You know, I mean, I know that it's impacting my health in a negative way to be with this person. So I can't afford to do that. I mean, it's it's just so much more important to preserve my health because if I don't preserve my own health, then I'm no good to anybody. Exactly. And I love that you said that, how it was between you choosing you or them. And that's the truth. Like who's more important, you or someone else. And remember that no one else can take care of you other than yourself at the end of the day. So we are always the most important person in our lives. Yep. Yeah. So I know there's a whole process that you take people through and it's for a period of months, but what is some, what are some of the things that people can start doing today? Just if you could give people a couple of little tips to start 
feeling better, rewiring. Yeah. Okay. So I think the first tip would be really making sure that you don't identify with your illness and your symptoms. I know a lot of people, like you go on social media and like their Facebook page, they'll say like uh, Lyme warrior, like if they've got Lyme disease or like people will theme their Instagram pages where they are literally documenting their healing journey. And I'm like, you're not going to heal by doing that. I promise you, because that just, you solidify that identity within you. And when you solidify your identity as being sick, you can't open yourself up to receiving a different life. So first is really making sure you're not identifying with your illness. Second tip that everyone can really start doing is visualizing. Visualizing is incredibly powerful. And when I was healing, this is something I did every single day. I would take time, lay down, close my eyes, and visualize my future. Visualize myself happy, healthy, 100% healed, living my dream life. And really not just seeing it in my mind's eye, but actually feeling it. And like allowing myself to feel the emotion, like feel the joy of being healed. Feel all of the amazing feelings like it was really happening. And spoiler alert, most of the things I visualized have all come true, almost every single one of them. And so when I say like, visualize, really put thought into it, because what you visualize, you can absolutely create and manifest into your life. And this really helps to start retrain the brain and rewire the brain for healing, because you're starting to see, oh, this is a possibility, because you're seeing it and you're feeling it in your body. And this will help to rewire the brain so you can actually start physically healing. Amazing. So let's talk about the skeptics. So I'm going to, I'm going to put myself in, in that place right now, even though I'm, I'm buying what you're selling here. Like uh-huh. I'm, I'm ready to sign up. But one of the things that I have, and I know I'm not supposed to say this because I'm not supposed to identify with it, but I have something called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. It's a yeah. connective tissue disorder. You know, I'm 48 years old. So there's a lot of damage of arthritis and cartilage. And, you know, I just had to have a hip replacement because my um, labrum was completely torn off and I was born with hip dysplasia and, you know, all these different things. So if you look at MRIs and things like that, there's certain damage that's, that's been done. How would just simply thinking differently, rewiring my brain help with, with those types of issues? Yeah, that's a great question. So basically... The brain controls the whole body, right? Like if you think about it, our bodies are only functioning and living because our brain is sending signals for it to do that, right? Of course, our heart's beating, but our brain is controlling everything. Your brain tells you when to feel hunger, when you need to go to the bathroom. It tells your heart to breathe. It tells your lungs to breathe, right? Everything is controlled by the signals of your brain brain. So your brain sends signals to your body for it to like have degeneration or to like create whatever symptoms you're having, your brain is sending signals to your body to create that. So with brain rewiring, what we're doing is we are, we're changing the pathways of the brain, we are killing off certain neural pathways in the brain and creating new neural pathways, which basically in like language that is more understandable, you can teach your brain to stop sending those signals of symptoms and illness to the body and start sending signals of healing to the body instead. Thank you. Great answer. Yeah. So tell me about some of this. I mean, other than yourself, obviously, which is a huge story, but what are some of the things you've been able to heal people from? And what are some of like the stories that stand out for you? There have been so many like miraculous healing stories from inside my program. I had a client who was bedridden with chronic Lyme 
Um, she also had pot syndrome. So anytime she would stand up, she would pass out. And she's now like living her life. She actually, she actually does um, a bonus call inside my program, Total Healing. She um, is like fully living her life, going out to dance festivals with her dad and completely got her life back. And it mm. was amazing to witness. I've had a client who had multiple sclerosis come off all her medications. I've had people with autoimmune diseases. So I had a client who had Hashimoto's and she also had something called um, lichen sclerosis, two autoimmune diseases. And both of the markers for those autoimmune diseases are disappeared to the point where her doctors are like, we misdiagnosed you. We need to send you back in for more testing. And it's like, no, she's like, no, you didn't misdiagnose me. Like I healed myself. So I'm just, getting goosebumps right now. Just like hearing these stories. I'm literally like, oh my gosh, this is right? insane. Yeah. It's in, so like I've worked with people like with really insane illnesses like that. I've worked with people mm -hmm. who have cancer. Um, and then I've also worked with people who just have like anxiety and depression or like um, binge eating and things like that. So I get a whole range of people that work with me, but the results that I've seen are just, it gives me so much joy. It's incredible. So great. What made you feel like you needed to take this next step and then go out and, you know, teach other people these methods that you learned? <laughs> That's a good question. So it's funny, actually, after I healed myself, I wanted to be a health coach, but I wanted nothing to do with healing and illness because I was like, I had like PTSD from it. I was like, I don't want to talk about illness. I don't want to hear about a symptom. I don't want any of this in the, my life for the rest of my life. I was like, I am done with this. I just want to be free of this, right? So I started coaching and I was teaching like healthy weight loss and was really successful with that in my business. And then I was meditating one day and got like received a message and it was time to start healing people, Rachel. This is what you're supposed to do. And then I had a bunch of people start coming to me saying like, will you coach me? Will you teach me how to heal? And I wasn't even marketing it. And I was like, what is going on? Like now all these people are falling in my lap asking to work with me for healing. And so I was like, okay, like, here we go. Here's the sign. I must, this might, must be the time. So I started doing it. And the crazy thing is too, is after I healed, I one day had this idea drop into my brain. It was like, grab a notebook, write down everything you did to heal yourself. So I did. And mm. then I kind of forgot about it, shut the notebook, forgot about it. And then later on, when I got this message, when I was meditating, like it's time to start healing people, I remembered that notebook. I wrote down everything I did. And so I found that notebook and took that list and used that list to create my program. Mm. Amazing. So great. Yeah. Talk, talk to us more about your program. What, did, what does it entail? How does it work? How do we sign up? So my program is called Total Healing. It's a 90-day program where I basically walk all of my clients through the exact blueprint I use to self-heal myself so they can self-heal themselves. You get weekly content. So everyone gets like a portal that they can log into online. You get weekly videos and PDF guides and this assessment take. And then we do weekly calls over online. We do group calls um, every single week. And then we also offer text support. So for the whole three months of the program, people can get 24 sevens text support. So they can just type in, in our little app, our little team app and get support anytime they need it. 
And then of course we have all kinds of like bonus guest speakers that come in. Like we do sound healing and breath work and yin yoga and like inner child healing. And we do so much. Um, it's not just brain rewiring. A lot of people think, Oh, I'm just going to learn to rewire my brain. And I'm like, it's so much more than that. You're going to learn like how to eat right for your body. You're going to learn how to tap into your intuition, how to use law of attraction to enhance your healing, how to connect with a higher power. You're going to learn how to heal traumas. You're going to learn how to love yourself and love the people around you, setting boundaries, all of these things that are so important for healing that most people wouldn't even relate because you don't think setting a boundary with someone in your life, you would never think that that has anything to do with being chronically ill or having chronic symptoms, but it does. So I cover all the bases. I believe that. I mean, I know for myself when I didn't, I still have some boundary work to do, but when I was really poor at setting boundaries and I, you know, I would accept invitations that I really didn't want or overbook myself, overcommit, say yes to everything because I wanted to be all things to all people and, you know, everybody to like me and all those things. And, you know, but I physically like get like a, like a pit in my stomach and, and just like, like an energy drain. And it really, it's amazing how much that stuff can physically impact your body. It can. And, and, and we don't realize it just like little things like that, like setting boundaries or like even the shows you're watching on TV can literally mm. be impacting your healing and making you have worse symptoms. It's, it's like, it's a mind blowing the things that are happening in everyone's daily life that are impacting them that they have zero clue about. Right. I think we, we should all watch Gaia 24 seven. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Or what I always recommend is if anyone has Netflix that is watching this, go watch the documentary called heal. That is very, very powerful. It's all about people's self healing. Um, mm -hmm. So if you're skeptical, go, go watch that documentary and it will change your mind. <laughs> I actually own, I actually own that. Um, I bought it on DVD when it first came out because I, I think it, you had to wait a while for it to be released on streaming. Yeah. And I was so excited to watch it that I ordered it before, you know, before it was available online. Yeah, it was, it's incredible. I, when mm -hmm. I watched it, it was after I'd healed myself. It was like a while after I'd already healed and I cried the whole time I was watching it because I was like, oh my God, there's other people out there just like me who were self-healing just like me doing it the same way. And it, it was so incredible to see. Mm. So, so Heal, the Heal documentary is a resource you recommend. What other resources could people look at if they're kind of interested in delving deeper into it and possibly exploring signing up for your course? Yeah. So I think Louise Hay is a really great resource that everyone should look into. She was she, she got me through my six months of healing. Like I was all up in Louise Hay, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. So I would say check her out. She's a really great resource to help you connect more deeply with yourself so that you can enhance your healing journey. And then if you want to learn more about the science of brain rewiring, I would say check out Joe Dispenza. He is really great because I teach more of a spiritual. That's my vibe is I'm more like a spiritual teacher. He's very a science-based teacher. So if you want to learn more of the science, I would say go check out Joe Dispenza. And then if you want to learn more about my program, you can just head to totalhealingprogram.com to learn more or follow me on Instagram. I run my whole business off of Instagram. I'm at the Rachel Barber on Instagram and I share like all kinds of free 
content on there. And I have like a free masterclass linked there. So if you want to get access to a free masterclass where you can learn ways you can start brain rewiring to heal now, um, you can check that out there as well. Awesome. Thank you. And I'll put all that in the show notes, of course, so people can look you up and find you. Before we wrap up, I just want to do a quick little thing I call the rapid fire. And I just kind of, I'll give you um, a sentence and just fill in the blank with either a sentence or, you know, to a word to a sentence. Okay. So ready? Yeah. Here we go. All right. The one thing I would tell someone who is struggling with chronic illness is rewire your brain, <laughs> rewire your brain and stop, stop over researching, stop researching and pick one thing and focus on one healing modality. Stop trying to do everything. Okay, great. Uh, my greatest passion in life is being a coach and teaching people how to take their power back in their life and reclaim their lives and heal their bodies. Nice. When I see my clients making breakthroughs with their healing, it makes me cry. <laughs> I cry Aww. and I cry all the time. I warn my clients. I'm like, I, I cry all the time in my calls because it's just yeah, so, t so touching. I hear you. I'm a crier too. <laughs> um, the first step toward healing is surrendering. Mm, yeah, that is very important stuff. I think any anytime we want to heal from anything addiction or yeah. eating disorder or whatever. It's like, we have to get to that point where, okay, just do, do, do with me what you will. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. And the desire, I would say first a desire and mm -hmm. then surrendering. Yeah. Okay. Great. Well, Rachel, it has been an absolute pleasure. Is there anything else before we wrap up that you'd like to add? Just to choose love and light every day. The more positive our emotions are and the more we focus on love and happiness and joy in our lives, the more we're going to bring that to us. And also that's actually going to help you heal your body. So it's going to make you happier and it's going to help you heal your body. So always choosing to be in love and joy and just really sitting in positive emotion as much as you can. Thank you. That's beautiful. And thank you so, so much for coming on today. It was so much fun. And I can't wait to meet you in person when I go out to California. Yes, I can't and wait. When is your next program starting? So the next round of total healing, oh, the enrollment opens in September for that. Okay, great. Awesome. You may see me on your list. Yeah, <laughs> I would love, love, love to have you. I would too. Believe me, I'm ready. I'm surrendering. So yeah. heal, heal me, heal me. All right, Rachel, have a wonderful day. And again, thank you so much for coming on. It means the world to me that you took your time and energy to listen to this entire episode of The Chronically Courageous. If you know others that would benefit from listening, please share it with them. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your podcast player of choice. I welcome your feedback and questions. So please email me at bonnie at thechronicallycourageous.com. That's B-O-N-N-I at thechronicallycourageous.com. As always, I'm sending you so much love, happiness, and healing.